Doubt on Money is presented by the Small Business Financial Advisors. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Dad on Money. I'm your host, Stephen Williams, and I'm co-hosted by a rotating cast of my children, each with their own financial goals and situations. Today, I am joined by Alandra Williams. Say hi, Alandra. Hi, I'm Alandra. I'm a third child. I'm 24, and I'm a substitute education assistant. Today, we are going to talk about TFSAs. Stephen here, just popping in to remind you that Dad on Money is brought to you by the Small Business Accountants and Financial Advisors. Contact us through the link in the show notes to start saving for whatever you want. So today, like I said before, we are going to talk about TFSAs. We're going to take a deeper look at what a TFSA is and what it can do to help you. And we will define and... Uh, what a TFSA is as well, because that is an abbreviation for it. Yes. So what a TFSA is, because that's the acronym, it is a tax-free savings account. So what that means is any money that you earn within a tax-free savings account or a TFSA, you don't have to pay tax on. So if you put in a hundred bucks, and it grows $10 outside of a TFSA, you technically have to pay tax on that $10 of growth that you just made. But because it's in a TFSA, you don't have to pay tax on that growth. So it's it's super awesome. Okay. So now that you've defined TFSA and um, on the growth that you make in it, you don't pay any taxes, correct? That is correct. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of tax-free So, and now a savings account, just a regular savings account, doesn't give you this benefit. Right, because that same money that you earn in just a regular savings account, you have to pay tax on that growth. Okay, and there's another acronym that some people may be familiar with, which is the RRSP, and can you kind of define what that is as well? Yeah, an RRSP stands for Registered Retirement Savings Plan. So a little bit more involved the the RRSP is. And because any money that you put into an RRSP, you get to deduct off your, um, against your income on your income tax. So then you have that tax savings up front. However, when you pull it out, the money that you put in plus the growth of what you have in there When it all comes out, it comes out as being taxed to you. So there's reasons on why you'd want to do it and reasons on why you wouldn't want to do it. Okay, so can we talk about those reasons um, and kind of like the pros and cons of a TFSA, a savings account, or an RRSP? Can we talk about the pros and cons and different reasons why you would or would not um, have them? So... We'll start with the tax-free savings account. So just like we said before, the benefit is that any growth in a tax-free savings account is tax-free. So you don't have to worry about it. However, there's only so much money that you can put into a tax-free savings account. So if you were over the age of 18 as of 2009, and you've never opened up a tax-free savings account, you have $75,500 worth of room to be able to put money into your TFSA. Now, for somebody that just turned 18 this year, 
they only have $6,000 worth of room. So if you've got 10 grand that you want to save and invest for your future, you can put 6,000 into your TFSA, but you got to put the other four grand somewhere else. So you might put that into a savings account. So the 6,000 in the TFSA would grow tax-free, whereas the 4,000 within a savings account, you could be invested in the same thing. Whatever it grows, you will be taxed on. So, you know, you want to be aware of that, that there will be some tax implications on that. Or you could put that extra four grand into an RRSP, because I'm assuming the reason why you have 10 grand in savings is because you've been working and making money. So you could put money into your RRSP. Uh, but honestly, if you're 18 and making less than $98,000 a year, I wouldn't do an RRSP right away. So just because you can save a lot more tax when you're in higher tax brackets. So I would save the room for later and make sure you max out your tax-free savings account. So with, okay, so you said a TFSA. When when can you open a TFSA? Because you said 18, you have six, like a $6,000 room that you can put in, right? Mm-hmm. So is can you open one at 18 or can you get one when you're younger as well? Like when you start working, if you start working at like 16 or whatever. No, the day you turn 18 is the day you can open up a tax-free savings account. That's just the rules that they have on TFSAs is that uh, you can only open it up at 18 because that's when you get your um, contribution amount of the max of $6,000. So that's when you can open it up and start saving in a tax-free savings account. Before um, before your 18th birthday, if you are working, um, because I can't remember what the legal age when you can start working is. Do you know? 14 in Alberta. 14. I didn't know if they changed it or not since I started working. Because, you know, I started working at 14. So would it be beneficial for somebody to open up a savings account if they start working young then? And if they start making money? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Saving, it should always be a priority. And to start saving early is something to learn early. Um, You know, if you can save at least 10%, like pay yourself first and pay yourself that 10% of whatever your earnings are, that's not what you're putting in your pocket. That's on your gross earnings. So gross is what you actually made. So if you're making, you know, I'll just use simple numbers, 10 bucks an hour and you worked eight hours, so you're getting $80, put, even though you might only get because of tax and stuff that gets taken off, you might only get $72, for example. But take $8 out of that $72 and put it in your savings account. Just start saving 10% of whatever the gross is. Not 10% of the $72, because that's only $7.20. So you made $80. So use that number as what you should save, because then you'll never go wrong. And you also mentioned... um that with a TFSA, you do have a cap. And you said that it that it grows every, like your max amount gets bigger every year, correct? Right. So if last year you turned 18 and this year you're turning 19, 
then you have $6,000 from last year, and then another $6,000 for this year. So now you've got $12,000 worth of a contribution limit. Okay. So it doesn't, like, it doesn't reset every year. It just continuously grows. If you don't hit that max in that year, you just have more money that you can put in for the next year, right? Exactly. But you did say a key word there and you said reset. So the only time it resets is at the end of each year when you pull money out of your TFSA. So say last year you put in $6,000 and you pulled out Mm $5,000. Okay. So in the rest of the year, you can't put any more money in. But January 1st of this year comes around, you get another $6,000 worth of room, but your TFSA resets to recoup the five grand that you pulled out. So now you can put in 11,000 into your TFSA. Okay, interesting. So for me, because I have a TFSA, I can't remember when when we opened it. But recently, uh, last year, and uh, so 2019-2020, I had to take money out to pay my bills because I wasn't working a lot and I was going to school, right? So that means that at the end of 2020, it kind of reset from everything that I took out of it to now I have a bigger kind of limit that I can put in for this year. Yeah, so even though you had used up some of your limits from prior years, because you took money out for school and to live and things like that while you weren't working, then when January 1st came around, then you got all that room back. So now that you're working again, you can now put more money into your TFSA, more than say the 6,000, even though you were maxed out before, you can put more money in just because that room has reset. Okay, that's, that's actually something that I didn't know before. Um, I knew uh, when we opened it that you said that there was a max amount that I can put in every year. Um, But I didn't actually know that if you took it out, the next year it kind of says, oh yeah, you you have this much more room as well. Yes. We talked about a lot of stuff when we opened up your TFSA. And I would have let you know that later on when you take money out, it would have reset. But you were probably like, no, I'm going to save lots and lots and lots because I want to buy a house. And instead you went to school, which is okay. You can do whatever you want with your TFSA money. Which, and that's the thing. Originally, my TFSA money was so I could go back to school, right? It wasn't until, it wasn't until later that I was thinking about using it to buy a house, um, which I'm really, I'm really glad that I didn't use it to buy a house uh, with stuff that has happened within the last few years. Yeah. It's definitely something to like think about. And yeah, like I I was just saving it because I wasn't doing anything else with my money, right? Right. And that's the thing. If you've got money that you're not doing anything with, one, you should be saving at least 10% anyway. Pay yourself first so that you've got those emergency funds or, you know, funds for later for buying a house, going to school, doing whatever, a trip, whatever it is. Just save the money so that you have those choices available to you when you want to do that stuff. So just make sure that you're always saving and you will have freedom later. Well, even currently, right? Because you had money. You could do whatever you wanted. 
Hey guys, Steven here, just popping in to remind you that Dad on Money is brought to you by the Small Business Accountants and Small Business Financial Advisors. For all your accounting and financial advising needs, our small business is here to help you. Come and get your personal taxes done and put that refund to good use. So, and you also mentioned um, growth as well. So, how much does a TFSA grow um, from, I guess, year to year, or what's what's kind of its growth rate, or are there different are there different growth rates that you can go with? Oh, that's that's totally different. Just depending on it, even depends on the day that you put money in. Um, you know, you could have. You could be putting money in on the third of the month and, you know, one of your siblings could be putting the same amount of money in on the, you know, 15th of the month and your growth rate will be different. Even though you're investing in the exact same thing, you're going to have different growth on it only because when you bought into whether it's a stock or a mutual fund or a segregated fund, whatever it is, it's going to have different values when it goes in on a certain day. So you can't, you can never compare. It's just impossible to compare with anybody. If your friend goes, oh yeah, you know, my financial advisor made me, you know, 50% this year. Well, that's great. You just fluked out because you invested money when the market was at its lowest on March 23rd of 2020. Right. And so if you just dumped in all your money that day and you won big time, but for somebody that was putting money in on a monthly basis or put money in a month prior, theirs doesn't look as good. Theirs might have only been up, you know, 20 percent instead of 50. And so you really have to, you know, know what is going on in order to really see what those rates are and really Nobody knows what the future is going to bring. You can invest in, I guess, a GIC, but I was just looking at GIC rates the other day and they're like, you know, 1% or less. So really with inflation, that's generally around two, two and a half, you're just guaranteed to lose money. So try to put you into something that's going to be safer because you might need the money tomorrow, but not in something that is not going to grow either. But as you said, you should pay yourself first. Now, should you be putting in every time, like, uh, should you be putting money in every time you get paid or every week? What, What kind of is the frequency that you should or like that you would recommend somebody putting money into their TFSA? I recommend somebody putting money into their TFSA as soon and as often as possible. So what I mean by that is if you've got whatever job and it pays you on a monthly basis, then put money in monthly. If you've got a job that pays you every two weeks, put money in every two weeks. If you've got a job that pays you weekly, put money in weekly. If you've got a job that pays you tons and tons and tons, and you can max out your TFSA at the beginning of the year, well, maybe you might want to max out your TFSA at the beginning of the year. So it there really isn't a specific answer to that because you can do whatever you need to do. 
Um, sometimes putting in on a regular basis is better than putting it all in at once. And so, you know, honestly, with markets being as volatile as they are, I am, I personally am a fan of putting money in as often as possible. So if you get paid weekly, put money in weekly, even if it's only like 25 bucks a week, because that is going to grow and you're going to benefit from that in the long run for sure. As a person who doesn't have uh, like a set amount of money that I make every two weeks because that's when I get paid, um, because as a sub, it really depends on how many jobs I pick up and how and if I work the full day or the full week, whatever. So for somebody, somebody like me who has fluctuating income, what would your best recommendation be so we can still continue to put money in our TFSA? So this goes back to the favorite answer of the budget. So you need to know what your budget is, right? You need to know what all your expenses are for the month so that, you know, like you've got rent and you've got insurance and you've got all this other stuff. So you've got all that that you got to have covered. And hopefully you're getting enough shifts that will cover that basic stuff for you to live. So anything over and above that, that's what you should be able to save. Okay. So with your income being all over the place, like, yeah, one two-week period, you might have next to nothing. And then the second two-week period, you might get lots. Well, you know, also a reason for your TFSA is to be able to have it available for what happens if because of some virus that may come in the future or now that you're out of work for three months. You want to have that money available to you in your TFSA to be able to be like, hey, it's okay. It's not fun, but it's okay because I have my savings. So I'm not going to be out on the street because I can't pay my rent. So you really have to look at those types of things and make sure you start early and you got to go back to the budget and be able to get that stuff um, going so that you've got that money built up. So like I say, minimum, like 25 bucks, whether that's monthly, every two weeks, every week, whatever, just get money into your TFSA so that you've got the money there for those tighter times. So basically, kind of what I'm understanding from that is put money in, even if it's a small amount, continuously put money in instead of um, not putting money in and kind of hoping that you can one day um, put a larger sum in, I guess. Yeah, a lot of people feel that they have to save up a whole bunch of money outside of their TFSA. And then then when they've got like $1,000, then they'll put it in. But why, right? Like, why do we want to wait to put it into our TFSA? If you're saving that money anyway, just put it into your TFSA. And really, 25 bucks. Like, you can put 25 bucks in whenever you want. So, and don't feel bashful about it. It's okay. It's important. You need to save whatever that is. Sure, if you can save 100 bucks each time, then that's better. 
But if right now you can only save 25, put in 25. That'll be a good thing, you know, because then it'll be there and it'll grow. And, you know, soon you'll have $1,000 plus because you've been saving in your TFSA as opposed to just saving in your mattress to be able to put it into your TFSA later. Because what happens when it's in your mattress? Nothing. It gets burned up, right? Because you're just going to burn it away. You're just going to go buy stuff. It's like, ooh, I have $1,000. Let's go buy some shiny thing. Yeah. Right? Not everybody's like that, but... Yeah, but if you if you are like that, if you do look at your bank account and you say, oh, hey, I have this money, then it would be a better idea to transfer any extra money out of your bank account into a TFSA where you're not constantly looking at it, right? Right, and that's a good reason not to have a TFSA set up at a bank because when you go into that bank app and you go, oh, look at that shiny thing that I want to buy and you see your bank account in your bank app, it doesn't have enough money, but you see on the same app, you go, but my TFSA does, and I can just transfer right now, this second, so I have access to it on my debit card. This'll be sweet, and then you just buy it, and then three days later, you go, oh, I shouldn't have bought that. And then you phone up a financial advisor and go, you know what, can I have my TFSA with you so that I don't touch it, and so that it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, and when I get my quarterly statements, then I could be happy because I've saved all this money and I haven't been distracted by all the shiny things out there that tempt me to spend my money. Thanks for listening to Dad on Money. I'm Stephen Williams and you can find me at www.smallbusinessaccountants.ca And I'm Melandra Williams and you can find me at Instagram. Uh, Lando and Lexi or listen to my other podcast that I have which is called Lando and Lexi. Dad on Money is produced by Mecco Radio and is brought to you and sponsored by the Small Business Financial Advisors. There was a lot more to this conversation actually that I'm going to cut out and put in a separate episode because it just went into detail about so many other great things. So make sure you're subscribed so you stay tuned for that. The music in this podcast is by Ian Post. This episode was hosted by my sister Alandra and my dad, Stephen Williams. It was edited and produced by myself, Alex Williams. And with that, I just want to say thanks again for listening. Mecco.